with authority. Welcome once again to our With Authority podcast. Not sure if we're still in the quarantine edition, but we are all in our home. Zooming it up, Larry Beal, Casey Pratt, special guest, ABC7 News insider, Phil Mateer. He sees all, knows all, tells some, which makes him very intriguing. Now, uh, we've got about half an hour we're going to spend uh, all of it on the A's project to build a new stadium at Howard Terminal. And I know some of you, if your eyes are already rolling back in your head, like there's got to be another podcast I can listen to than that. Uh, but, all right, 30 seconds. A's been trying for 20 plus years to build a new stadium. Oakland, Fremont, San Jose, back to Oakland. Fail, 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 fail. They come up with the Howard Terminal project privately financed. Oops, wait, uh, we, we need uh, $855,000, uh, $855 million, actually. <laughs> Slight difference there. Uh, so not quite privately financed, but the guys are going to front the money. Some pushback from members of the city administration. Some don't like it, not enough community benefits. There's uh, the A's going to Vegas to uh, flex their muscle with leverage and try to try to you know, basically put the city of Oakland in a headlock. And Casey, with breaking news from the commissioner of baseball today, uh, basically saying, it's time, Oakland. Yeah, they're really not going to mince their words here because they know this vote's coming up. They're putting maximum pressure on this vote. And I don't think that the commissioner of Major League Baseball comes out today and says that this could be the end for Oakland if he doesn't really want the A's to stay in Oakland. They want Vegas to be considered a viable path, a viable threat, not a bluff. But I think they're doing all this just to make sure they can get maximum pressure on that 720 vote and stay here in Oakland. All right. So, Phil, um, you know, we've been going around and around. Casey's been doing a deep dive on all the documents. Mm -hmm. um, you've covered politics in the Bay Area for decades. You've seen Stadiums get built and not get built. Uh, 49ers got it done. Giants got it done. A's have been thus far unable to get it done. What's your assessment of where we are with this whole deal? Well, you know, it's what we're having here is it is put up or shut up time. It That just is, Larry. I mean, we have had this has been going around and around for years. Some of it is the fault of Major League Baseball. Remember when the A's owners were talking about relocating to San Jose? Major League Baseball, let them sit in limbo for years, not saying yes, but not saying no either. And they and finally they said no, stay there and make another effort. So the Fisher family, which owns the A's, is making this effort. They made an effort at Laney College. That was their first pick in Oakland. That fell through faster than any deal I've seen before. And then they settled on Howard Terminal. There really, it really does come down to Howard Terminal for the simple reason that there's just no other real estate left for them to go to except for back at the Coliseum. And they have made it clear they don't want to go there. What Major League Baseball would like to see, maybe Oakland say yes, but maybe they what, what they really want is them just to say something. Because right now, Oakland has made a practice with its sports franchises of doing as little as possible and just hoping that somehow it all works out and that nobody actually has to put up anything real. Casey, you want to jump in here with your thoughts before we get into a deeper dive on the actual issues and possible changes to the framework of, of what's on the table right now? Yeah, I'll look at it from both sides here. I think that, you know, Phil detailed the San Jose debacle and everything that happened and the time it took. When they got serious about Oakland, they chose the Peralta site and then it blew up within months. So, I mean, if you really look at it, 
I don't necessarily think it's completely Oakland's fault. I'm not saying Phil's saying that either, for the record. I'm just saying that Cavill and the A's are trying to act like they've been pushing so hard all this time in Oakland. And the Peralta thing was completely on them. That wasn't on Oakland at all. So, you know, the Howard Terminal site, I think, is the best site. It's also the most difficult site. And if they can get that land at Howard Terminal and then develop it and also have the Coliseum site half-owned and developed, I, I just don't see how you can do better than that. I don't think Vegas can match it. Well, let's take just a little apart, which a little deeper dive into that. I think you've got some good points there, but there's a big question about Oakland and how it operates. For example, you're right. Dave Cavill and the A's, I would say that it's like carnival barkers out there saying, hey, look at this, look at this, look at this. And napkin drawings of really beautiful stadiums. The same pictures, by the way, that we've been seeing for the last two years. Yeah, too many renderings. Yeah, nothing more, nothing more detailed, just this sort of beautiful rendering. And uh, it's the same picture they've been shopping around around, but not more details. You know, the the Oakland people are are sitting there on a piece of land that's got a lot of potential. It's got a lot of problems and it's going to take a lot of money to get where it's going. But one of the, 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 the fundamental questions from the A side is like, what is their commitment as well to this? And, you know, are they looking, question is, are they looking to build a ballpark in Oakland or are they looking for the final no that they can go to Major League Baseball and, and open the team up for a sale for somebody else to take them somewhere else? Well, that's a whole path that we really haven't gone down yet. And it might be too early to, to go too far down that road, but it does draw some parallels to Giants, Moving to Tampa, I think it was 93 or whatever. Right. And the After local- San Francisco said no. Right. Remember, San Francisco mm-hmm. said no to a stadium, and Santa Clara said no to a giant stadium as well. And then they got the green light to go to Tampa, and that's when things got real. But the A's don't have the big money and the big civic backing that the Giants had. They don't have that. And, and you know, Casey, from Casey, to that point about one of the most interesting things is the minute when the, the – uh, you know, in these deals, when we're going on to these deals and we're getting down to the wire, usually the whole point is to get your act really together, get your city council on board, get your mayor on board, get your state reps on board, even get the governor on board, get the business community, everybody on board. That's how the Warriors built their park. That's how the Giants built theirs. That's how the 49ers built theirs. And then at the end, you have this meeting where it's all unveiled and everybody's on board. That's not what's happening in Oakland. It's just the opposite. (laughs) The closer we get to this meeting, the more fractured they are, not the least of which is that the Oakland is now saying, oh, yeah, we we told you and Major League Baseball told us to sell you that whole Oakland site. Well, yeah, maybe. But we're going to open it up for bids from other people, including somebody that wants to bring a football team in. And what have the A's been trying to get away from the whole time they've been doing this? is having to share the space with a football team. And here in the, in, in literally in the, in the, like the eighth inning, Oakland saying, Hey, how about a football team? It's like, what, what, what are you guys doing? Well, I liken this, <laughs> the city of Oakland has a number of challenges and what we've seen through the years is political leadership that leaves a lot to be desired. This, this whole process reminds me of like a bunch of guys going, okay, we're going to set up this firing squad all right, everybody, let's get in a circle. Yeah. <laughs> and that's so you don't know who's going to come out of this alive, but uh, whether the A's stay or not, there is some encouraging news. And, and that is, Casey, that um, 
Dave Cavill, despite his now frequent flyer uh, mileage rack up uh, in Vegas, Oakland to Vegas, Oakland to Vegas, back and forth, um, they're apparently negotiating quietly behind the scenes to amend the the infamous term sheet that either the A's delivered in January or they didn't because some city council members seem to think that this is all new to them um, when, when the A's dropped the news about 855 million in infrastructure and, and then they went back and forth over, wait a second, you asked for that. No, you asked for that. No, we put it in. So a lot of confusion, but where are we now in terms of the, the details of trying to grind out the framework of something that everybody can agree upon? Well, we do know they're negotiating and that took a lot actually to get them to admit that because if you remember, Mayor Schaaf said on our air that they're working closely with the A's, ongoing negotiations, new term sheet. You know, I reached out to the A's, Cavill's statement basically said otherwise. They want them to vote on the term sheet that they gave to the city in January and made public in April. And then we asked the mayor again and she said, no, we're negotiating. And then I asked Cavill again and he finally said, oh yeah, yeah, we're talking, we're talking. So now they fully admitted they're talking and they're tweeting about talking, which is great. So I think they're locked in on this thing heading into the, the date is actually this Friday, 716 is when we're gonna get to see this new term sheet. Now, the big fear from a lot of people is this term sheet is one that Oakland is coming up with. The A's might not agree on it. Can Oakland really present a term sheet that the A's don't agree on and then take a city council vote on it? What would that mean, Phil? Well, (laughs) that would mean that you're in Oakland. Okay. I'm going to give you an added one to it. Okay. And and this is this one, Larry. Okay. For the last couple of years, we've been hearing more and more about, we've heard off and on because we haven't really heard it much about the A's negotiating with the city of Oakland about Howard Terminal. Right? Right. Okay. Here's kind of the, the funny part of that is one, you can't find the people that started the negotiations aren't around, okay? They've had changes within their groups because things weren't getting done. So the first thing is who agreed to what when, they're gone. You didn't see that with other stadiums. Usually we're on board and we're gonna go through it. But Oakland's being Oakland, the A's are being the A's. This, the team's changed. Uh, the second part is that while the A's are negotiating with the city, that mean, what that actually means is they are, uh, negotiating with the city administrator and the city administration, right? The city administrator, which is yeah. a guy, Ed Reskin. All right. <laughs> okay. This is where it's good. And that represents like Mayor Shaft and Ed Reskin, right? They're not negotiating. Now, when they get that done, Larry, they're going to bring it to the council. And the council's going to say, well, that's nice, but now let's, we're going to negotiate. And that's what drove the, 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 the Raiders nuts and everybody else. It's like, oh, so you work out a deal over here. And then we come over here and go, oh, no, 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 no. And that's what we saw this last meeting, right? They said, yeah, oh, that's interesting. But we want this, 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 and this. Now go back and renegotiate. And there's no guarantee that they're not going to come out with this one. And the city council is going to say, yeah, that's okay for halftime. But we got to go and, and do some more. And more and more and more. So let me ask you, gentlemen. For those of you who are listening to this that haven't been in, in downtown Oakland, can anybody pitch, point to something that Oakland, the city, has actually built? Mm-hmm. You'd be lucky if you can find a street they paved. Okay. So something of this magnitude is not going to be easy. Well, that is a great point because it raises the question of whether not only can the city of Oakland pull this off, because 
again, if we draw parallels to what the Giants situation was years ago, the Giants were smart enough to have all of the major power brokers, including uh, the key members of the construction industry in San Francisco, Walter Shorenstein, you, you have the, the Charles Johnson and his group. Nibby Brothers. Uh, Nibby Brothers, yeah. It, they were all behind the construction of, of what was Pack Bell Park. It's changed the name so many times, hard to remember. Now Oracle Park. And, and they got it done and they took what was a dilapidated area, like I like to say, where garbage trucks would go to die um, and, <laughs> and turned that into one of the hottest yep. areas for real estate at Mission Bay. And part of the reason the Warriors ended up building Chase Center down there, that, that area is booming. That was nothing 20, 25 years ago. But back to your point, can the city of Oakland pull this off? Do they have the wherewithal, the resources, the negotiators, the, the builders, et cetera, and also, can the A's pull it off? I mean, let's look at their history with the owner, the, what I call, I call him the silhouette owner, because you never see a real picture of John Fisher. I've, I've yet to see a piece of videotape where he's on it and I can see his face. I've seen some stills of the man, but he is as deep in the shadows on every deal. Oh, except, except when he goes on a tour of Vegas, I guess. Um, so he's not pushing the deal. Dave Cavill is his lieutenant. The history of the A's is one of the cheapest franchises in baseball. I mean, even just this past year, if you go back the calendar year, they didn't want to pay their rent at the Coliseum. They were apparently serving food to their minor leaguers that looked like the, the remains from the, the Fry Festival <laughs> amenities, which like boxed lunches with like a sandwich meat from who knows how long ago. So they've operated on the cheap forever. And now this is the same billionaire uh, who's going to preside over a $12 billion project, Casey? It, 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 it begs the imagination. You really have to reach to see the A's <laughs> pulling this off. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, you really do. But at the same time, they would be the master developer on the project. So they would be in charge of building the stadium. And then they could probably bring in far more competent developers to build out all the housing and business and all the other stuff they need to do while taking a piece of the pie, obviously. So I, I know it sounds like a massive, tremendously huge, impossible undertaking, $12 billion on the waterfront, which would be one of the largest deals in the history of our state, if I'm not mistaken, Phil. But I think that what they would do is get that stadium built then just bring in other people to do the heavy lifting on the rest of the site. Oh, that's exactly what they do. And they probably bring in somebody to do the development on the stadium as well. Yeah. You know, we, when we roll back and we talk, Larry, you make a very good point about the Giants. You know, I remember when uh, this group of investors from downtown, you know, real estate people, uh, Shorenstein and McGowan got together and said, we're not going to let the team leave. And they put up the money to buy the Giants. And then they got hit with the unwelcome news that, oh, by the way, if you and they said, but we want a new we, we got to get a new ballpark. And they got hit with the news that, by the way, if you do, you got to pay for it. That was a first in major league sports. It was the first time that the owners had to swallow it and say, what do you mean? Yes, the city is not going to use tax money to build your ballpark. And that was a shocker. And that changed the equation of sports in California. Uh, the 49ers had to use their own money. The uh, Warriors had to use their own money. Uh, the 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 giants are doing it in stages they did the ballpark and then they did the housing these guys are trying to do it all at once and it's a huge undertaking not the least of which is the site itself it's on a working port 
It is not off to the side in some scenic little corner. This is on a working port with a train line running right through it with some very serious obstacles about getting in and out of it. And oh, by the way, my favorite part about the whole waterfront park is that it doesn't face the water because the sun sets in the west and it would be in the ball player's eyes. So it's sitting in a southeasterly direction. You're not even looking out over the water. But be that as it may, it's a waterfront stadium and they've got it and they and they're selling this. And it's a huge, huge undertaking, huge. That's going to require a lot of public capital. On the well, yeah, Phil's dead on with that. And, and you look at like Union Pacific, the railway, you have the, the port, the Pacific Merchant Shipping Association. There's going to be massive objection to this deal, whether Oakland and the A's can even figure it out. Yeah. So it's not just city vote 720. All right, let's go build. Right, there's going to be lawsuits. The draft EIR has to be finalized. There's going to be a lot that still needs to be done, even if everything goes perfect. So that's a great point by Phil. Yeah. yeah, even if it goes front, you've got a possibly toxic site. You're going to need transit. Who's going to build the gondola that we're going to fly over for eight lanes of freeway to to land in this this nirvanic uh, ballpark? I don't know. Uh, they've got ships that turn around right there. If it's a lousy game, you can watch you can watch these tankers do 360s right on your front doorstep because that's the turnaround center for the Port of Oakland. So you will have entertainment coming left and right, but. It is. It, it's a huge one. Now, back to the politics, because what's what's coming up Friday? The yeah. question is, and I've dealt with the A's and Oakland through, I think it's four mayors now. Jerry Brown, where they first started talking about leaving. Ron Dellums, Gene Kwan, and now Libby Schaaf. And I have to tell you that most of the mayors that I've dealt with the, privately, they will admit their goal is to get out of office before the A's leave town. And Libby <laughs> Schaap doesn't want to be the person that lost all three sports teams. So they will, they will, the goal may be, you know, to build, but the real goal is to make sure that the A's don't leave while they're mayor, that it goes on somebody else's <laughs> ship. And don't be surprised if what you hear is a lot of, well, maybes come this Friday for this big showdown vote. Not they, they don't want to say yes because they don't want to be slammed for using public money and it's not the best deal in the world because no deal is the best world in the deal. But they don't want to be the ones that say no either. So they're going to be the ones that are just trying to say yes, but, and the, that, that is what to look for. What's the yes, but? What do you think, Casey? Yeah, I can see that too. And I can see it being, you know, they, it's good. it could be a 4-4 split with Shaft being the tiebreaker. And then, you, and then you really have a good You scenario. don't want to go into you know, something. I guess that's like saying, hey, let's get married. It's on a 4-4 four, yeah. four vote with a tiebreaker. Oh, yeah, that one's going to last, right? Well, we yeah, should also but, point out it's a non-binding vote. This first, and they can still change their mind. Yeah, yeah, they can still change the deal. So, Casey, you've been doing a lot of research behind the scenes on what the hang-ups are yeah. on this proposal. And honestly it has been so confusing because, you know, to, to Phil's point, usually have everybody together and then you go, okay, here's the deal. We lay it out like this. We've got, they can't even agree. The city can't agree with the city, which, which is, you know, part of what Phil was saying. You have the mayor and her team, the council and their team, and then the A's have their team. It's, it's really convoluted. Yeah, and, and Phil could take us more into the history on this, but you know, my read right now is that 
Libby Schaff, the mayor and the negotiators and the city council aren't on the same page at all in this whole thing. And then you bring in the county at the 11th hour to sign on to the on-site IFD. They're brought in late. So now they're saying, all right, we wanted to get out of this. Now we're back in it and we have to decide what we're going to do if we want to sign on. So there's so many different moving parts going on here. Casey, you make a really good point. Casey just brought up what is sort of the the ticking time bomb under all of this. It's kind of like guys passing a basketball around because nobody wants to actually take the shot. Okay. So they're passing it around saying your turn, your turn, your turn. Okay. With the clock running down. Okay. In order for this deal to work, they have to create what they call it, you know, a special tax district, Larry. And what what that means is we're going to build this business here, but the surrounding area is the value of of their money's worth is going to go up. And we're going to take that value that goes up and use it to build the infrastructure for this business. Okay, so it's sort of a self-perpetuating machine. In order to do that, they need the county, they have to set up uh, uh, parameters of this district and they get an approval. But they say, and correct me if I'm wrong, Casey, it's been quietly said repeatedly that if the county doesn't sign off to using their portion of that tax money for this deal, that the deal is dead. And the second thing they said is that they wanted that answer from the county by this Friday's meeting. Well, guess what? I've been talking with those uh, county supervisors, especially Nate Miley. He said, we're not doing anything. We're not going to. And we're definitely not going to do anything by this meeting. So they're bringing us in. They're trying to get us in at the 11th hour at the very end. That's an all political tact that says, oh, it's not on us. It's on you. And you only have like a couple of weeks to decide. And the county just sat back and said, no, we've been through this with the Raiders. You know something? We're going on vacation. We'll talk to us in September. Yeah. And I did see that that whole meeting. I I did think that I watched all of it, by the way, at the very end, they seemed amenable to the numbers, but they were smart in digging in and saying, we're going to wait till September before we give you an answer. You guys can do your vote if you want to do your vote, but we're going to wait to figure it out. And, and as Phil mentioned at the start of this, I like to call that the blame hot potato, Phil. That's kind of what I see going on right now, but you know what the, the infrastructure tax district, there's two in the proposal, the on-site Howard terminal, the off-site Jacqueline and square even before that city council meeting, the study session, I'd been told that the offsite was dead on arrival. It was never going to happen. You look at the onsite and the onsite makes a lot of sense because you're building on something that doesn't have any revenue. Basically right. at this point, they're taking in $75,000 a year in tax revenue from Howard terminal. That's going to go up to over 25, 26 million a year with Howard terminal built. So all this, but for tax is really profit in this scenario. Wait a minute, but Casey, if you're a supervisor, okay. Or a council person, okay. How much are you on the hook for that tax district actually coming up with that money? Because let me ask this. I realize this might be, you know, heresy, but what makes you think that a team that can't fill its current stadium with $2 Tuesdays okay, <laughs> is going Dollar to get 32,000 fans in the seats if they have to pay seat license fees of like $10,000, what makes you think that that hotel is going to be booked that the 3000 units of housing, people are going to say, yeah, I want to live next to a ballpark on the Oakland waterfront and the port (laughs) on the the port (laughs) (laughs) with a ship unloading next door. I mean that, so the question becomes, okay, this looks pencil if it all works, but the Raider deal taught and other deals down around Jack London teach, it doesn't always work. And you wind up with empty places and a big bill due. 
And I, that's where people are getting sketchy. They say, yeah, this all pencils out on the napkin, but what's the reality? Yeah. And that's why they need to do that study, but the A's and we can maybe take them at their word on that. They're the ones that are putting up the money up front. So they're supposed to be the ones holding the bag. If this doesn't go the way they anticipate the numbers say they will. So that's the difference between the Raiders where the, the city taxpayers just got completely hosed by the Raiders when they came back and built Mount Davis. In this case, A's put up the money up front. A's expect to get paid back by the infrastructure tax uh, district. But if they don't get paid back, it's on them. It's not on the taxpayers. Casey, what is your read on the A's and the Coliseum site? There's a good portion of that city council that says, look, you've already got something out there. It's, you know, and and that land's all ready to go. Why not just build the ballpark there? What is their resistance to just doing what a lot of people in Oakland say is the obvious? Yeah, I mean, that's the path of easiest ballpark scenarios, but I don't think they like that site. Major League Baseball says it isn't viable. I completely disagree with that. It is viable. I just think it is undesirable. And the, the reason I say that is because if you look at the history of that site, they had three professional sports teams there. Nothing was built around it. They're going to be down to yeah. one and all of a sudden things are going to be built around there. Sure, they can build their Coliseum City and put housing and retail and shops in that parking lot. But if that was a desirable spot for a sports team, why had nothing happened there when they had three professional sports leagues playing in there? I often mention, remember, there's a Malibu Grand Prix in the parking lot next door. That has been gone so long that most people don't even remember it. And still nothing is happening anywhere around that. Any of those open parking lots. I mean, you look at Walmart on Hagenberger. That's gone now, too. There's just hasn't been a lot of development in that area. So I think it could be desirable for the other alternative. They build Howard Terminal. They build housing, residential, get the ballpark out of there. Forget football. There's no way the NFL is coming back to Oakland. But you make that an opportunity to revitalize and develop East Oakland. I think that could be cool. But for the ballpark, they just have no interest in building there, which is why I think Major League Baseball says it isn't viable, which I, again, disagree with. You know, the whole Coliseum site um, kind of leads us back to an earlier point that Phil made, because there's another scenario here with the possible sale. Let's say, let's say the A's, they, they get a thumbs down on Howard Terminal from the city or Alameda County or whomever, decide Vegas is the future or city to be named later is their future. And then they put in the paperwork to formally request the permission to approve. And then you have a local group, hi, Joe Lacob, Warriors billionaire, uh, that <laughs> might wanna step in and say, we'll buy the A's and we'll build at the Coliseum and forget about all this other stuff and we'll pay for the whole thing. So just, just let's get on with it. We don't know what Rob Manfred and Major League Baseball would do at that point, because typically you don't wanna move a team from a major market to a smaller market. Uh, there's TV money that, that, that lessens. Uh, and also let's be honest, with what's going on in Vegas, they're on the hook there because they created the special tax district and $750 million in givebacks to the Raiders. That same deal, that is not going to happen with the A's. The A's at best would be the third or fourth tenant, perhaps, of you know, for pro sports in Vegas. They're not going to, I mean, if you go to a Golden Knights game, people are crazy for the Golden Knights. The Raiders are going to be quite popular. The A's would, I think, walk into a situation where they are again not the, the boss in their own city. They would be another nice little tenant 
that's got to fill 81 dates. And also, I'm not, if I'm a casino owner, you know, I can live with eight home football games. I don't want all of my, my people that should be, um, you know, shooting craps. I don't want them 81 days at a baseball game. That's, that, that is the last thing I want. So I don't think Vegas is, is by any means a lock. They don't even have a site there. But it does raise the possibility that a local ownership group in the Bay Area could swoop in, buy out John Fisher. He makes his fortune, stays in, in, in hiding, and then you then the Coliseum site might come back into play. But uh, without getting too thick into the weeds, Casey, we had the $855 million, the, the, the double IFD, the tax districts. It seems like we're down to one on that. The 855 is a malleable number, it seems. Um, what are the major stumbling blocks at this point to the two sides coming together? Yeah, so the infrastructure money, that ask is the city's ask. The offsite IFD, they were hoping to knock some of that out with it. It's, it's just not going to happen. The other thing I can mention, too, they need two-thirds of the businesses in that IFD area to approve that. It, there's no way that would ever happen anyway. So I don't know why. In the offsite. That that's, that's in the, the offsite area. There's nothing in the yeah. onsite for them to worry about okay. uh, from that regard. The offsite, though, is it's just not going to happen. So the biggest hang up here is, is how do they make the infrastructure work using only the onsite? The county signing on would help that. Maybe even the state could come into play there down the road. We'll see. The biggest hurdles, though, are the community benefits agreements and the affordable housing that came up and also the non-relocation clause, which I think is going to be, just throw that one away, because as you mentioned, it's going to take them at least 15 years to build out this thing anyway. So a 20-year non-relocation clause is pointless. They're not going to walk away five years after they build this thing. So I think you give that up as an easy concession, but you really, really, really have to drill down on this affordable housing waiver, because it's a terrible look for a team to come in here, say they want to be a master developer, on this land, and we don't want to build affordable housing in Oakland? I mean, that's a non-starter. And I could see why the A's would say, well, we're giving you $450 million in community benefits. Just do whatever you want with it. If that's affordable housing, fine. But at the same time, when John Fisher and Dave Cavill built the earthquake stadium, as Larry often points out, they found a lot of different things when they started digging that jacked up the price, and they really had to overcome a lot of things. So what you're seeing is the council members are smartly saying they want a commitment from John Fisher to put up some community numbers, not just the tax district paying for it, because say they start digging, say there's more toxins than they thought, say the project ends up way more expensive than they thought, things don't pencil out, guess who's going to start losing their money quick? They're going to pull it out of that community fund. So they need to guarantee that the community is represented and that affordable housing is a part of this because A, it's the law and B, it's, it's the right thing to do. It's the politically the only thing they can do. What we're talking about is a city council. A lot of them are newly elected, uh, haven't been in office that long. Uh, they were elected by the progressive elements, or at least if not elected by them, at least backed initially. So they have a say, a big say. And affordable housing is, you know, it's just a very hot issue. What, as Casey points out, what the A's want to do is say, look, you're going to make money off of this. So let's take that money and build your affordable housing wherever you want to in Oakland. And uh, there's others are saying, no, we want that as part of the deal. And one, because there's this whole thing like, well, why can't afford, afford you have affordable housing in your high rise? You know, well, because maybe people don't want to live next door to that. Second thing is 
that it, it, the optics of it, if you're going to say this is not just a ballpark, this is a huge real estate development. How could you let billionaires come in and get this without even so much as getting affordable housing on it? And they say, because this is the way it pencils out, because we're not putting up our money either. OK, we're, we're backing it, but we're, we're, we're hoping to make money off it as well. And the way for this to make money for the whoever builds it is for it to be market rates. So that's 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 they're saying that's the trade off. You want a ballpark, we we get all the housing. Uh, and Oakland says no. And part of that is Oakland living in its half dream world, which they're very good at saying, no, we want we goods, not good enough. We need great or nothing. They wind up with nothing because they could say, no, we want, let's say, 20 or 30 percent affordable housing or 10 percent. I don't know what the percentage is going to be, but that could be enough to where people say, well, then it doesn't pencil out. And then and that and that is a that is a huge one. You know, cut it right down to it. That's the money point. You sit there and go, how much is is this added cost going to be for us? And that could be the breaker. Yeah. And in that meeting, it was it was Dan called that said it would be around 75 million. And if that's correct, I mean, that's a tiny fraction of the overall project. I, I do see that the A's are going to have to make a pretty big concession on this one. Otherwise, they're not getting the vote. Yeah. And it's going to be tough for them. Like I said, it's. It's 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 a thing where nobody wants to say no, but nobody is ready to say yes. Because Blame hot potato. No, look at politically. I you know I've been around the block a few times on these deals. If you say no, people are mad, but they aren't mad forever. If you say yes, they stay ticked off. Okay, it it, it you know that because it goes forward, and you have a constant reminder of things. It's it's a risky thing if you you know but you know so you have a mayor that doesn't want to say no because if she says no she's lost all the sports teams you have a city council that says well maybe we can maybe we can't yeah uh, you know there, there's no and also you know everybody wants the A's to stay in Oakland but then you but nobody says at what price what does it mean for them to stay and that's you know and no poll has asked that question the last guy to ask that question in a poll was Jerry Brown and he looked at me and he said. Phil, all those people want that ballpark downtown, and they say yes, 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 until you say, okay, is that a priority? Police, libraries, fires, schools, where is it? And it's way down here. So they got a lot of support across the board, but not that kind of like giants stay stuff that the San Francisco had. I would argue that this is a really good deal for the city of Oakland based on at least what we know to this point, if they can work out the infrastructure dollars and the affordable housing, because I don't see, you know, who's who's going to go clean up the toxic site. I, I talked to, to then managing general partner of the A's and, and de facto owner, he owned part of the team, Lou Wolf. This was a decade ago. And he told me, and this is a guy that's built things in the past. He is a developer. He built, I mean, the, the Fairmont Hotel in San Jose. He's built all kinds of things uh, in L.A. And he said, Howard Terminal? <laughs> no, thank you. That's a that's a money pit. As soon as we go dig down and we find whatever, the oil, the toxins, the this, I don't want any part of that. So, But if the A's don't do it and they're willing to pick up whatever the costs are, who's, who's building anything there? Who's going to do anything to revitalize that area? Who's actually going to be able to get a deal done at the Coliseum for anything? I mean, like... I, I just don't see it. And so I, I, to me, it looks like the A's are willing to do most of the heavy lifting on this. And as far as, you know, to go back to your point about Nate Miley and Alameda County, 
the legally they have to be involved in the deal. That's just the, the law changed a few years ago. And, and their responsibility in this is, is to essentially hold out their hands and catch the money. They don't have to put up their own money. They're not, all they have to do is wait and just go, please, right here. So it's not like they have to do much. Um, they just have to hope the numbers pencil out. But I, I think it's a good deal. I don't know if, if, if they can get everybody on the same page. But as we um, you know, try to get to a close here, Phil, what do you think happens, both short-term and longer-term? Well, what short-term is we're going to see, we're going to, there's going to be a lot of weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth. Uh, and I, I can't see them approving this thing on the A's deadline. I, I, I could be wrong on that. I think there'll be a continuation. It'll be frustration. Uh, I can't, at the same time, see the uh, A's pulling out and saying that it's over because they have no place else to go and they still own half of the Coliseum site. So we could wind up in this sort of uh, standoff, uh, which is sort of the Oakland way of doing things where, like I said, nobody's saying yes, but nobody's saying no. And everybody's kind of, and what's Major League Baseball? I do not see the Oakland City Council uh, reacting to a threat from Major League Baseball. You know, it, it, uh, the city council, if they would say, you know, if they want to go to Vegas, they can go to Vegas. So be it. The mayor won't like that because it'll be pinned on her. Remember, mm -hmm. there's eight people over there. They can spread it around. It'll be pointed on here. Uh, the most entertaining thing this Friday or this boat will be see if it, it winds up a 4-4, a 4-3 uh, a four, four, a four, or something like that. Who's, who, who goes which way when? Because the minute it's decided one way or the other, that gives everybody else cover to go the other way. <laughs> what do you see, Case? You know, a lot of amazing points. And what I see happening is, I think the A's are going to obviously have to back off on the affordable housing waiver. That's just, it's just not a good look. But I do think the city is going to back off a little on the infrastructure costs because the A's keep calling it deferred maintenance. If you walk around down there, a lot of the stuff down there that needs to be done needs to be done regardless of if yes. the ballpark is put there or not. They're asking the A's to build and fix a lot of the stuff that they probably should have done anyway. So I think the city will back off on infrastructure. The A's will back off on affordable housing. Non-relocation, that's not an issue. Just do whatever you got to do with that. And then I think when you do that, you can get it to pencil out enough that you'll probably get through this vote on the 20th, whether it's a Libby tiebreaker or or not, but I know that they recognize that even when they make this vote, they're gonna have to check a lot of boxes after the fact because they don't have all the answers they want either. So my thinking is when we get the numbers Friday, you'll see that, you'll see the backing off of infrastructure, you'll see the, the affordable housing thing dealt with. And then I think there's a way to move forward there. But the problem is, and Larry mentioned this, the big boogeyman in this whole scenario, you don't put Howard Terminal ballpark down there you're going to get sea level rise. You're going to get environmental issues. You're going to have a real tough time getting anyone to build there. And then, oh, by the way, the A's own half of the Coliseum site and you just kicked them out to Vegas. So guess what's going to get built there? Yep. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be a disaster. So if the A's leave, you lose jobs. You lose 2 million right now a year in community benefits that they're doing in the area. And you're going to have a huge impasse at the Coliseum and a potential environmental disaster at Howard Terminal. I, I just feel like there's so much to be gained if they can figure this out. And there's so much to be lost if they don't. It's unfortunate, but you thought they'd have had it figured out by now. Instead, yeah. the A's decided to go public with this. 
They put the term sheet out first before the city was ready. They put it out. They started going to Vegas. They are the ones that are pushing this and, and, and pulling it out of the oven before it's ready and now putting it back in the oven. And we'll see if, if the cake rises. And that's yeah. a tremendous point by yeah. Phil, because I've seen documents. I mean, the A's applications for this project weren't even completed yet. So uh, that's why the city council was waiting. They were waiting, A, on the application process, B, on just all the information. So you're having the county now have to weigh in with, that, with incomplete information. The city council now having to take a vote on incomplete information. There's just a lot up in the area. <laughs> it's insane. Well, and, and hey, that's the way it is. It's welcome up in to the yeah, but it also probably leads to the continuation of the uh, the, the mutual paths. Uh, well, while negotiating in good faith with Oakland, we're also down here in Vegas, or you know, maybe in Portland, or wherever you know, whatever other cities decide they want to raise their hand as as candidates. And so we're probably looking at a continuation of that, which only creates more friction to get something done. Um, you know, it, it's a little like watching the, you know, the bachelorette. Do I want yeah. you or do I want, yeah, I don't, you know, yeah, geez, such a hard choice. Uh, you know, who do you, who do you want to spend the rest of your life with? And so let me, let me come back to you, Phil, on this one. Um, does Oakland Mayor Libby Schaff have the political muscle to just say, kind of, you know, like what Ed Lee did in San Francisco and, uh, Got to have to. It wasn't Art Agnos that did uh, Pac Bell Park, but basically the, the Frank the, Jordan. Okay, uh, the way things have been and done. And Willie Brown. Yeah. Do Do they have? Does she have the muscle to say, guys, get in line? Come on, we're doing this. No, she doesn't. Uh, there, she's got uh, about a year and a half left in her term. She's termed out. Other people are looking at that job. When you're in that situation. No, you, 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 you do not. She does not command that council. And that's been shown everything from the police budget on. She does not command that council. And by the way, when we're talking about Ed Lee and all these other guys, remember, everyone signed on for the Warriors Arena. Everyone in San Francisco. They either, every politician, even Tom Amiano, the most progressive, were either were for it or were going to be quiet about it. Nobody raised questions. Art Agnos got it moved from that at first arrived by the Bay Bridge to the other one. That was huge, but they did the, all of that, you know, without going without much hassle. They just remember because originally they wanted it right on Pier 32, right? Uh, and then they said, "No, we got to move it there." The the warriors didn't react by saying, "No, that's impossible. We have to renegotiate it." They said, "Fine, we're going over there. We're buying that land." They 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 moved it. You had that kind of momentum going. I don't see the mayor or the A's having that kind of momentum in Oakland. I could be wrong, but we'll see. Yeah, and last point by me real quick, as Phil mentioned, you know, what exacerbates this issue is that in San Francisco, it's the city and the county. So it's a little easier to get things done. In Oakland, you got Alameda County and the city and then a whole other mess with the mayor and the city council that needs to be figured out. So I agree, it's, it's, it's a lot. So, I mean, I, I was about 60-40 heading into that that study session they did on the 7th. And now I'd say I'm about 50, 50. Just remember this too, Larry yeah. and Casey, both the giants and the uh, 49ers took it to the voters. And so, I mean, and, and that gives everybody a, a insurance, you know, that when you can take it to the voters, this thing, they can't, <laughs> they haven't got the deal yet. 
<laughs> it's so bizarre. We are literally going into days away and you're saying they're going to get this and get that and get that and get it done. I'm not sure the voters are going to be all that impressed with what it is. They're going to have questions too. And they're, they're going to hear it afterwards. So we'll see where it goes. Yeah. I, I think just in wrapping up, I, you know, Casey and I have often joked that the A's have misplayed this so many ways that if they would have just hired us as their consultants. Right. Or for the, the idea of, of going to Vegas and, and dropping that down and upping that doesn't, it, where didn't they learn that from the Raiders? The minute you say we're going to go somebody else, someplace else, that doesn't enhance your position. That takes no. away from it. Yeah, yeah. And they're saying they're going to Vegas the day after the city council vote on. I mean, I mean that that's, you do <laughs> not get a deal. That, I mean, it just, just doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah. All right. Well, we would have taken one percent of two billion. Uh, I would have done it for that point. <laughs> we were we're there and available to help, but they've uh, they they've decided to go their own way. And uh, you know, somewhere John Fisher is. Hmm. What do we do now? I don't know. We'll see. Phil, you're going on vacation, so get out of here. Uh, <laughs> thanks for spending uh, time it's with been us. A pleasure. To be continued for sure. Casey, you and I uh, will remain on this. And uh, we'll talk to Cavill in a few days and see what he has to say about this as well. Yeah, it was awesome having you on, Phil, because A, your knowledge is incredible. And B, Larry and I have this podcast basically every day on the phone, and we're kind of getting tired of hearing from each other. So it was really nice to hear somebody <laughs> else. <for a> <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody, for watching. To be continued, the With Authority Podcast. Aloha with authority.